welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar, we're a podcast, we're called Josie's. And uh, neither of us on the podcast are called Josie. I'm Claire and this is Vicky. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi, yeah. Hi there. <laughs> um, and we talk about issues of Daredevil in chronological order. And we are talking about issue 32 today. Can you believe this is the 32nd issue? Can you we believe it? Can you believe it? And to honour such a momentous occasion, we have a very special guest on, as always. Uh, it is <laughs> Rebecca! Yay! Yay! Welcome back to the bar. Um, I'm happy to be back. We're happy to have you, you back. You a have a, a seat at the bar. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you? Uh, we are a bar, obviously. So we have drinks every every episode. So what's everyone drinking? Rebecca, what are you drinking? It's, I'm having fizzy rhubarb. Ooh, that sounds really nice. Ooh, fancy. Where did you get that from? Uh, my sister bought me a tray of it for my birthday. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> because only th- only a sister would know you well enough. To <laughs> that, that would be a good price. To buy you. Fizzy rhubarb. Yeah, so it just arrived and wow. in this slab and with this gift bag around it that then Ozzy slept in. But yeah, <laughs> so, and I'm trying to like sort of not drink it all at once, so I'm kind of having one every weekend for nice. special, oh, little special treat. Yeah. What so are you drinking, special... Vicky? Tea, innit? What normal tea? Normal tea. Like builders tea. Yeah, builders tea. York, York, Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire yeah. tea. Nice. I'm drinking a do it for Yorkshire. A... It for Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm doing I'm drinking a Pepsi Max cherry. Of course you are. We're like living it up. We are. <laughs> We've also got um regular guest uh, Daniel on the tea train apparently according to our Facebook group. <laughs> I think you saw that, didn't you? It, what kind of tea was it he had? It sounded really nice. Oh, hold on. Let uh, me, I can't um... remember what it was. He posted a it picture was, of this. It's like a it's like an energy tea. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looked really tasty. Let me find the thingy. So while you're doing that, I'm going to tell the listeners and Rebecca what we are going to be discussing this week, which is Excellent. issue number 32, To Fight the Impossible Fight. Uh, dream the Impossible This was released September the 1st, 1967, and the description is as follows. Kidnapped by the Cobra, Mr. Hyde, Daredevil, still without his powers, finds himself uh, entirely off kilter. I couldn't read my handwriting then. Entirely off kilter. (laughs) How will DD escape the stickiest situation of his career? And will his superpowers ever be restored? (laughs) Written (laughs) written and drawn by Smiling Stanley and Genial Gene Colan, of course. Inked by John Tartaglioni and lettered by Sammy Rosen. Yay! <laughs> by, by the way, the tea is uh, vanilla spice. So not builders. No. No. Although, to be fair, we used to have this tray of uh, fruit teas. Mm. And when we moved to this house and we had a lot of building work going on, because it was basically everything bad, it was condemned. <laughs> Every time we sort of said to them, do you want tea? They, they they were like, oh, do you have fruit tea? Like every single set of builder. So by like about three or four months of all the, like no fruit tea left, it changed my entire view of builders' tea because they were like, do you have any fruit tea? I was like, yes. Yeah, 
I know, bless them. I uh, I made last night a chamomile tea using chamomile that I grew myself. <gasps> Ooh, that's so cute. I know, and I'm growing lavender, so soon I'll be able to have lavender and chamomile tea. Nice. Which is my personal favourite. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Maybe maybe it. Josie should be a tea bar. <laughs> to be fair, just, it probably should. It pretty much <laughs> is a tea bar. I mean, you know, uh, we have tea and we have cats. <laughs> it could be a cat, a, a cat, cat tea cafe. room. Yes. <laughs> it's Absolutely. pretty much our natural. Uh... We just happen to read a lot of Daredevil, you know. Well, uh, cats like these things. Absolutely. <laughs> My cat looks thrilled right now. She's fast asleep. <laughs> I don't know where mine are, but I'm not questioning that because it's kind of better than being in my face. Uh, In this issue, guys, we get an instant update from the instant (laughs) update department, uh, which is the evil Mr. Hyde tossed a potent chemical at DD in order to blind him. But since our hero is already blind, the chemical deadened his super senses instead. (gasps) Now more helpless than ever before, DD is captured by Hyde's power mad partner, the Cobra, and this is only the beginning! <gasps> Sacre bleu! <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, this is quite a slight issue, <laughs> would we say? Yes, uh, yeah, it's a very slight issue. There's going to be problems with certain things like outfits. Yes, there will. Um, yes. yes. It is a slight issue, so uh, we can go, I mean, we can go for it relatively quick. But it starts where Foggy has been knocked out and Daredevil's been kidnapped. And Cobra, uh, our friend, uh, old watermelon on a cat cat man, um, (laughs) he has got some kind of Vulcan death grip he knows how to do. Because he's like, don't do anything, Daredevil, or I'm going to paralyse you with one finger. I was like... (laughs) Yeah. Did you train with, with the guy from Kill Bill? What is this? It's like the five-finger death punch. Oh, no. The five-finger exploding palm heart technique. Isn't that it or something? Is it, is it me or, or have like the sleeves of his toga got more they're, voluminous? Yes. yes. Every, I mean, issue, every issue they are bigger and bigger and bigger. And he looks more like an angry cat, like his face. <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, so they're going to drive him to the new lab. And Daredevil's like, oh, that's good. Because if there is an antidote, first of all, he assumes there's an antidote and he assumes it will be at the lab. He's like, oh, well, if, if Mr. Hyde made this poison, then he's he, he would have made an antidote as well. That's what like all scientists do. And it's yeah. like, mm, OK. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like that, there, there has to be one. Yeah, yeah, science. Um, <laughs> Foggy, Foggy is continuing to be the hero of the hour and every hour because he wakes up and is immediately worried about Daredevil. Bless him. Which is, that kind of like surprised me a bit because at this point Daredevil is Mike mm. and he doesn't like Mike. <laughs> yeah. So even though they had their like little tete-a-tete last mm-hmm. week. Um, so if I was foggy, I'd just be like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, bitch, you're on your own. <laughs> Karen's all <laughs> mine. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts at the moment, Rebecca? Because obviously you haven't been on for a while. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts about, I can't remember if you, you read these early issues of Dead Ever Before, but what are your thoughts? No, on, I haven't really. Um, uh, it, on the Mike I mean, Murdoch saga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Jamie. I know the Mike Murdoch saga, but like, uh, I mean, they're very par for the course for comics of the time from like the Iron Fist and the Power Mans I've read. Mm -hmm. They're very kind of like, you know, these larger than life, very bright villains doing ridiculous plans. And and the hero is just kind of kind of lucking out a lot. Yeah. Like especially the street level heroes. No, 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 none of Daredevil's villains' plans thus far have been as wacky and stupid as Matt's own plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt has like incredibly dumb ones. <sighs> just yeah. yeah. Why is he like this? It's it's my it's it gives me such joy every week of when I kind of know what's going to happen next like sometimes I have to read it to remind myself and just hearing Vicky's reaction of just (sighs) what (laughs) and it's like the whole like this whole they're going to have to have an antidote why I mean like you know that is good good practice these do not seem like people who would have good practice yeah no exactly yeah because you you, I mean of course there's an antidote you've got to have an antidote uh, what were your thoughts on the Mike Murdoch, uh, Mike yeah, Murdoching? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like, why? Just stop. Just stop it. Why are you like this, Matthew? Yes. <laughs> Foggy is definitely the hero of the hour. Always. Yeah. He's, he's a true hero. This is a this is a Foggy Nelson appreciation podcast. Well, you know we love him. We yeah. love Foggy. Yeah, absolutely. He's my favourite <laughs> avocado. <laughs> so they're driving uh to the lab uh foggy is woken up and he's worried about daredevil and then so he runs to tell the police that daredevil is blind and helpless but the police are like Ugh, don't be an idiot uh that's like saying the hulk is anemic or spider-man has vertigo <laughs> I, I like the Hulk is a Nemo. I know. Like, like, well, I, I, I get the whole, you know, Spider-Man is afraid of heights, but it's like, is it is it just because of, like, it's a blood thing? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I just because... didn't get it. I kind of looked and went, why would the Hulk be a Nemo? I was like, it would be like saying the Hulk is skinny or has no muscles or something, surely, or... Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Hulk is really happy and dancing. We love our villains dancing. I mean, our heroes dancing. Absolutely. So the police are like, basically like, uh, get out of here, you idiot. You're get out of here. Uh, and then the police chief kind of sits and daydreams about Daredevil for a moment, which I, I Yeah, that was a little like, bit of a... Oh. <laughs> yeah, just remember that time when he did a tightrope walk. And all he'd do is look at that panel and go, Matt, (laughs) like, really? I think uh, the police has got a bit of a crush. He's secret Daredevil stan. Seriously. He is. Yeah, he's like, "Mm, oh, Daredevil. Uh, I mean, we've all done that. Come on. (laughs) Uh, Foggy sadly leaves and decides to go and find Matt. Meanwhile, hi, Daredevil and Cobra arrive in New England near the sea. And they jump in a speedboat and head to a lighthouse in the middle of a storm. It's all very kind of like the beginning of the Philosopher's Stone. They're going to go, you're a wizard, like, Daredevil. Just kill him. Like, for God's sake, just... It's like they're, they're now being bad. Because you're just, like, just knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I, I to be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of with Cobra on uh, the beginning of this. Because he's just like, dude, like... He's helpless. Just kill him. Just yeah, kill him. I don't understand why they don't. I mean, they even raise it. I mean, I'm glad they don't. But you know, they, yeah. they, the fact they raise it 
And like yeah. Hyde's like, no, wahaha, let's make him suffer, ha ha ha. And Cobra's like, dude, seriously, let's just kill him. Let's, let's just, just kill him. let's just tip him over the side of the boat and let him drown. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he's helpless. No one will know. Yeah. So they're speed speeding over to this lighthouse, and of course, this new lab is in a lighthouse. You know. Of course it is. Um, Cobra and Hyde are arguing all the way. So we're getting more of them. You know, we spoke about it last week with Daniel, this arguing relationship between the two, you know, and like we had with Gladiator and Master Marauder and we've had Look, with like other pairs, you know. They're blatantly married. They're like an old bickering <laughs> couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the top and who's the bottom? Uh, <laughs> Cobra's the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra's yeah, the bottom. probably. Uh, so Daredevil in the lighthouse calculates that there must be a generator um, because he somehow calculates that they're going to torture him with electricity. Therefore, there must be a generator. Therefore, there must be a control panel. And it's, so there's a lot of and it all happens to be right. Yeah, he's correct about all of it. So he's like groping around in the dark mm. while the while Cobra and Mr. Hyde are arguing and he manages to find the control panel. Um, and he turns it off while they argue, and the lights go out with a splash, splash. Baby, when the lights go out, <laughs> everything. Oh, like it's like it's just luck, really, that it was the generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't oh, yeah. it? It could have been. It could have been anything. Let's yeah. face it. it, like a secret drawbridge like, or something. Yeah, or a TV you could have put on, or I don't know. You could have oh, put the some, radio on. Something. Something like in the lab as well. Like yeah. I don't know. Could have yeah. been like made it like like shot a ray at him and made things even worse. Exactly. Yeah. Taking away all his senses. Which has been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to punish Daredevil, don't you? Right now, yes. Well, keep reading. <laughs> keep reading this this comic. Um, so he turns it off. The lights go out, and Hyde is like, "Oh no, the lights have gone out. I'd better get the antidote." So Daredevil doesn't find it first. Do you hear that, Daredevil? The antidote <laughs> is here in my hand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The antidote. The antidote is in my hand, Daredevil. Um, I do. One of the things I like about this issue is I like that it's this like really extended long fight of them in the dark because we haven't had. That I before. really like the bit in the dark and the lettering. The lettering is really cool. It's amazing the different color when it gets the different colors and mm. and it does allow because matt's not at his usual um advantage obviously because he hasn't got his super senses but he has spent most of his life you know adapting to you know not having sight so he while he is it's still disadvantaged he's got more of that more of an advantage than cobra and mr hyde but i like the fact that in this fight he's using his smarts a lot as well Hmm. So things oh, like you know. Wait, he has he has smarts. Yes, he does have smarts. <laughs> He's the greatest lawyer in the universe, don't you know? Like, well, I would know if he'd actually done some lawyering <laughs> and left it all to Foggy at this point. Yeah, if he has done done some lawyering in the last ten issues. <laughs> uh, 
but he's he you know he does things like he keeps Mr Hyde talking so he can find the antidote in Mr Hyde's hand true you know things like that Mr Hyde not the brightest I know we said he's a bit brighter than the ox but he's still not the brightest because when he drops the antidote he literally is like oh no I've dropped the antidote (laughs) (laughs) oh no I fell over oh no I fell over again Oh, no. And then Daredevil <laughs> flattens himself on the floor like he's a little cobra. <laughs> and stays silent. <laughs> yeah. At least we didn't get a, a, a picture of cobra getting in or out of a car. This <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, what did you think of this fight? Because, I mean, this fight goes on for a while. It- it goes on for most I mean, it's of pretty the, much the rest of the issue. issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mostly just like the colours and the, mm-hmm. the panels where the colouring popped. Yeah. It's something you just don't see very often. Mm. And so, like, just before I was, like, going, oh, I like that yellow one. Then the next one you got was, like, a red one. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way it's, it's drawn, for sure. Mm. And it's this very minimal colour palette, so it's, like, basically blue and blue black and white and then yeah some sound effects are in yellow so they really like stand out there's some in red yeah um which is i think it's it's a really pretty issue yeah. in that respect um and you can always kind of tell what's going on which sometimes is a bit hard to follow in the the action mm-hmm. um, you can always tell what's going on even with the costumes all being the same color you know um daredevil talks cobra and um and then Cobra accidentally hits Mr. Hyde on the head, which was hilarious. <laughs> that made me laugh. Well, it was all scheming because he he didn't he Matt was like trying to make him hit I don't know, it was all dumb. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And seeing as like when they sprayed this in Matt's eyes, which they didn't spray in Matt's eyes, the thing mm. blinded him because he had a mask on, so I still don't understand how it works. Yeah. You would think that Matt would think, oh, I have to put this in my eyes. Rather mm-hmm. than just, yeah, rather than just drinking an unknown entity in, in, mean, a, yeah, in a super villain's lab. <laughs> yeah, because this, I mean, like, but it's all right, because they yelled it was the antidote a few times. Yeah, so he was absolutely sure it was the antidote. And they were like, you thought we said antidote? We said antifreeze. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 the end of Daredevil. It's still, you know, it's still a bit sort of like, it's, yes, it's the antidote, but is it is it oral or topical? You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Matt, with yeah. your chemistry degree. Yeah, I was a bit like, okay, like he just instantly drinks it, and I was like, okay, again, could have made things a lot worse. And and they're in a lab so who's to say like with all the fighting that's been going on that that's the only bottle on the floor yeah exactly yeah yeah it could have been like mr hyde's potion then he could have been like like daredevil mr hyde but with no super senses (laughs) crashing around that would be great um yeah so uh daredevil then uh immediately can hear cobra's heartbeat behind him sneaking up on him so he picks him up by his leg and he throws him into the control <laughs> panel. And this is my panel of the week because <laughs> we get a butt shot of Cobra, which is hilarious anyway. No, that did make me laugh. But also his face is pure angry cat. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> and it just really made me laugh. It's great. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Mr. Hyde crashes through the wall and falls into the sea. <laughs> but at least there's light on again because, you know, the, the moonlight or whatever's coming in. I think it's at night, isn't it? This whole scene. But they can see what's going on. Yeah, it um, does look like... Yeah. So... Instantly, there's kind of light again. So Mr. Hyde manages to get to the speedboat and speed away. But Cobra has been left behind. So I wonder if Cobra will be pissed that Mr. Hyde left him. Because he's just like, oh, I'll join Mr. Hyde. Don't worry. I was like, wouldn't you be like, hey, you should have come and got me. Yeah. Mm. So do you think there'll be some bad blood there in in the future, Vicky? No, we get bad blood. (laughs) Um, I mean, there was bad blood between them. Both anyway. I mean, yeah, they're hardly mates. Yeah, they pretty yeah. much hate each other anyway. Like this entire situation was brought about by the fact that they were fighting in the first place. Mm-hmm. So there's just going to be even badder blood. Badder blood. Badder blood. There you go, Taylor Swift. So... <laughs> Take that, Taylor Swift. Yes, yeah, the follow-up to to that one. <laughs> so. The Daredevil and the police load Cobra onto a helicopter and they all fly away on the helicopter together. And the police say, hey, some people were joking that you're blind, Daredevil. And Daredevil says, Haha, people will believe anything. <laughs> He's such an idiot. Oh. <laughs> I like the police still thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. like, it must be like his, his made his week. He's actually met. Daredevil. Daredevil. He's like, hey, Daredevil. Daredevil. Is the Hulk anemic Daredevil? Because <laughs> I heard something. Scared of heights. Spider Man's scared of heights. Give us the superhero ghost, Daredevil. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us the ghost. Well, I mean, the only ones he's met are who's he met so far? Fantastic Four, Namor, and Spider Man. That's it, Thor? right? Oh, and Thor. Yeah, yeah. My Sherry Namor. um yes he could give the goss about them but i mean we don't really you know nothing's really come of the the thing with spider-man yet has it spider-man leaving the note saying i know who you are he's not like followed up on it or anything has he he's been having more, more fun things yeah i wonder who he's been fighting in his comic That'd be interesting to know, actually, wouldn't it? What's going on, Mm. yeah. It would be interesting to know what's going on at the same time. Um, But that's, like, the end of the issue. (laughs) It's, like, the... the It's, like, literally just a big fight. Ever. It's, like, one fight. I know, of course I come on for this one. And what happened happened to Foggy? Like, he was like, well, I can't just sit around here all day. I need to go and help Daredevil. And then he just never showed up. He didn't really know where he was. Yeah. He did say he was going to go and find Matt to tell Matt. Um, but then he was like, well, what what could Matt do? Because Matt's blind. So I <laughs> guess he didn't go to find Matt. So I guess he just went back to the office and was like, all sad. To do, to do more work. <laughs> to do more work. <laughs> Until then, Mike, you know, Mike inevitably turns up, or Matt does. And, and he's like, like oh, I'm not blind anymore. Yeah, hooray. <laughs> then why are you still wearing the sunglasses? Because... Oh, because they're cool. I'm a cool cat, man. Yeah. I'm not blind anymore, even though I said that my blindness was genetic because Matt is my <laughs> twin and Matt is also blind, even though he was blinded in an accident. 
but my my blindness was genetic. But now I'm cured. Hooray! <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. And Fo- Foggy just staring into the camera like he's on the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I would love that. They did like they adapted for TV these early issues, and it's just like the office. It's just Foggy looking, <laughs> oh. breaking the fourth wall, oh, like so constantly. He's <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah, but that is the issue. So to bump things out a bit, <laughs> there's not much to this issue. There was a letter I wanted to read. Did you guys read any of the letters? I didn't read the letters. No, I just saw they existed it. and then left them. <laughs> <laughs> I always have a little a little read. That's yeah, that's good. Uh, hang on, let me find it. It's always better when I can find it when I'm actually reading the issue but i don't have this actual issue unfortunately uh okay here we go so we have this letter uh, for this issue this is by jim woods from new orleans new orleans oh yeah uh, dear stan and jean you're probably getting flooded with letters panning you about your showing good old matt wearing his glasses on the cover of dd number 29 therefore rather than following the crowd i shall attest to why this is perfectly on the level First, this lends to the effect that he truly is blind. Second, Mike Murdoch is always wearing sunglasses, and Mike is supposed to be the real daredevil. Third, they fit snugly to his face, and from under the mask reflect red from the rest of his costume, so that his eyes can't be seen. What? (laughs) Why couldn't he just have red lenses in his mask? Another thing. Another thing, you can't just marry off your heroes to mere normal humans like Pepper Potts and Karen Page. I know I'm making enemies right and left, but look at the case of Sue and Reed Richards. They both have superpowers. They fight side by side, and still Sue isn't uh, satisfied with the attention she receives. Especially, you can't marry off loners like Spider-Man and Daredevil. I mean, maybe to each other. And now, out of my magnificent modesty, I won't even hint for a no prize. What no prize would he get? I don't know. Like, he hasn't pointed anything out. Like, how dare you speak about Pepper Potts like that in front of me? How dare you speak about Virginia Pepper Potts? Normal humans, in inverted commas. (laughs) I know. Normal. So there was that one, which I thought was quite funny. And then this is my favourite letter. This one coming up. This is by Paul de Simon, okay? Or Paul de de Simone, sorry. (laughs) Dear Stan and Jean, stop it before it's too late. (laughs) <laughs> I'm referring to the way you're ruining Daredevil. Daredevil was originally a silent crime fighter. He was motivated by the death of his father at the hands of some small-time gangsters. It was this hatred of the underworld which drove Matt Murdock into his role as Daredevil. To this cause, he dedicated his life, a mysteriously silent man against the forces of evil. Great! Now look at Daredevil. Talk about split personalities. <laughs> he thinks he's three different people. Daredevil, Matt Murdock and Mike Murdock. Sure, a superhero needs a secret identity, but not two of them. <laughs> Worst of all, Matt doesn't know which one he wants to be. He wants to be all three of them. If J. Jones Jameson picks on anyone about being neurotic, it should be Daredevil. I think he's flipped. What with debonair Matt, idiotic Mike and fanatic Daredevil, who can tell? Now for my biggest gripe, the way the Scarlet Swashbuckle has been acting. At every fight now, he shoots off his mouth. But the worst part of it is that he's not even clever. Daredevil sounds like some brand-ect character who's trying to be funny and can't. 
He doesn't even think about beating the villains anymore. All he wants is a little excitement to break the monotony of his drab life of being three people. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Stan, make Daredevil the way he was originally. I'm sure Marvel would agree with me. <laughs> no, see, what oh. you don't know about that letter is that I invented a time machine <laughs> and went back in time oh. and go straight that, that letter. I love That's this amazing. letter so much. The best line is, all he wants is a little excitement to break the monotony of his drab life of being three people. And you would have thought that might be about Moon Knight, but no. No, exactly. Oh, I love it. Paul De, De Simone of 103 O'Neill Street, Oceanside, New York. I salute you. Yeah, I made that address oh. up when I went back in time. Oh, <laughs> If we go there, there's actually just you sitting there going, why is he like this? Why is he like this? <laughs> so that's your letters for the week. That's amazing. They were amazing. a delight. I'm glad that they're posting more of the letters on Marvel Unlimited now. Yeah. You yeah. can actually read them because they are really fun. To, and I always have a read through them. Uh, so now it's time for our toots and our boots. Uh, Rebecca. You've got the hard job of going first. <laughs> what are you going to do with boots this week? Uh, oh, is this outfits hard... then? Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. There's only one thing. The one that really, I, you know what? I let me find it because I jokingly thought this, but since there's so little to choose from, <laughs> right? In the second to last panel, mm-hmm. I reckon the cops in quite a bit of hipster trousers there. <laughs> is he? The, the oh, he is a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking he's at a bit, He's a bit stylish for a uniform. I'm going yeah. him. That seems to have a little bit of like his wife's taken in his jeans to make a little bit skinny. Yeah. Well, they're trousers, kind of like they're... boot cut, bootleg. Uh, like yeah, and they they seem to be hanging quite low on his hips. Yeah, and he's got like he looks like he's got like a like a kind of diamante belt on. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously his gun holster. Wow. But, yeah. but yeah, so I think fashion cop is fashion my choice. There. I think I don't I don't think he's fashion. Oh, I think I think you'll find he's probably gay. Well, <laughs> to be fair, fashion cop once again. Yeah. <laughs> I stand my ground, but yes, probably gay. Oh wow, I hadn't even noticed fashion cop, and now I feel like a, a sense of joy. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> What what is going to be your boot though? Mm, I really either of the villains are hideous, so let's find a panel where it looks particularly bad. I think pro- it's got to be Cobra. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he's like third week in a row. I don't even think Mask Marauder got three weeks in a row because I think I don't think he was in three issues in a I row. Mean, this is a person that turning the lights off made their outfit better. <laughs> By a factor of I don't know what, but I mean it's just like every color as well. Yeah. Dark green. It's and because of because of our conversation a few weeks ago on the podcast, I now can't look at him without thinking of a cat that's got a melon on its head. That's <laughs> it all I think of like an that. angry but then, cat. But why the blue belt? Like on oh, all no. of this, why a sky blue belt? For a little <sighs> bit of color accentuation. Why the giant so sleeves? Right. Yeah. I, do, I don't I don't understand everything the, about it is bad the more voluminous uh, what about yeah. the fact that it's kind of form-fitted Sleeps. around his butt yeah it's just 
But do you know what? Do you know what really ripples my raspberries about this whole uh, outfit? What spangles your stripe? <laughs> what spangled my banner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what really imagined my dragons? <laughs> um, what dares my devil? Uh, those awful like dark green sock booties. <laughs> the booties. Yeah. The slippers. Oh. <sighs> So I'm guessing you are also booting Cobra, Vicky. Out the window. Yeah, I am, I am also eating used, him yeah, eating into him the off, sun. Off off the planet onto... Your fashion's so bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fashion this bad cannot exist on the same planet. It's so bad. So I am also booting him. And I was, I was going to toot, because I was like, there's nothing in this issue. So I was just going to say, I... I like the classic Daredevil costume, but now I'm going to toot Fashion Cop because yeah. now that you've introduced him to to me, uh, Rebecca. What well, about you, Vicky? I don't know if you I'm... can see Fashion Cop. I can't see Fashion Cop, but I am going to toot Foggy just because Aww, he is always immaculately turned out, and I I enjoyed his suit this issue. Yeah. His suit hangs nicely; it fits. It in. does. Yes. It does. Yeah. Oh, Foggy, we love you. We do. All right. Well, panel of the week, I think I've already said mine, which was Cobra getting thrown into the control panel by Daredevil and hissing like an angry cat. It's what he deserves. It's what he deserves. He's like, that's for your outfit. (laughs) I am blind and even I know that it's terrible. Uh, So what about you, Vicky? I, uh, my panel of the week is, I think it's just after Daredevil uh, turns out the lights and there's a beautiful panel of him where half his face is in the dark. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is the whole panel is just like his face where half oh, yeah. of it's kind of in the light-ish and then the other half is like in shadow. Yeah. I really enjoyed that panel. It was very pretty. There's some gorgeous, um, yeah. Yes, shandy. I know, I see where you're, it's very nice. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. looking as well. Yeah, it's lovely. There's some really beautiful shading with uh, when the lights when the lights are out, baby. When the lights, <laughs> lights. Oh, yeah. that's your fault. <laughs> I'm looking at that panel now. Yeah, it's really good. It's the one yeah. where he's crouching. I do, it's like in, yeah, yeah. It's just it's his whole his whole face filling up just the panel. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, what about you, Rebecca? Uh, I think one of the dark scenes. Mm-hmm. with the colourful lighting. So the one that really grabbed me was when uh, he's saying, just call me nobody, he's just um, thrown someone, and you see um, Cobra crash into a table, and then you get the <laughs> yellow the yellow lighting, le- yellow lighting vertically down saying crash. Yes. And uh, even though like there was some yellow the page before, this one really pops the most, because it's like, right down the centre of the page, and mm-hmm. Uh, sort of bisected by uh, Cobra's body. So, yeah, I mean, like, because most of it is just the fight, so it's just yeah. those pages really stood out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's, I mean, Plus I, they helped because you didn't have to see Cobra's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> in full oh, colour. so awful. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Do you think anything will be... Because you didn't think anything could be worse than Mask Marauder, Vicky. And then Cobra said, hold my beer. Um, do you think <laughs> anything could be worse than Cobra? Only if Mask Marauder came back. 
Oh, with his baggy... What is it about the worst ones having baggy outfits? But, I mean, in if if you put Cobra and Miles Marauder next to each other, mm. at least, Co- like, Cobra actually looked in a mirror while he was putting his outfit together and thought, yeah, okay, this works for me. I like this. This is, <laughs> you know... I can see a method to his madness, whereas yeah. Miles Marauder just... He looks like a, a feral beekeeper. And mm-hmm. it re- and just... It, and his outfit's just got like baggier by the issue <laughs> which is like what was it made of is it like was it like crochet and it got wet i like yeah yeah it was not good no. <laughs> at all okay well we'll have to see if anything is worse than that you're basically meantime, saying that next week's villain. <laughs> well, <laughs> that will be in our section that I won't name yet because then I'll have to put in the theme song and I'm not doing it yet. Because first of all, we have to decide what we're going to do with this issue. Now, I'll remind you guys uh, and Rebecca, what we can do is if we love this issue with all our hearts, we can open the vault that is behind the, the that's hidden behind the bookcase in Josie's bar. And we can put it in a vault on a, on a velvet cushion and keep it forever. Uh, if we think it's all right, we can throw it under the bar and use it for moppages. Moppage, I always say moppages. Mop spillages. But uh, Or if we moppages think it's really works. terrible, we yeet it out the window into the rubbish truck that's going past. What would you guys like to do? Yeet! I yeah. am also going to vote for a yeet. It's just a nothing issue. Yeah. Yeah. This whole storyline of him like losing his sight, I feel like they could have done, or not losing his sight, losing his super senses. They could have done so much more with it, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very, uh, yeah, it was quite disappointing. So I would vote that we eat it out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, here we go. Right, Vicky, throw it, throw it on three. Ready? One, two, three. Yeet! Cool, there it goes. So, hopefully, next issue will be better. And this is where I have to tell you about next episode. And you are both free to uh, give your predictions. This is actually going to be Vix and Bex predicts this week. So, the issue we just discussed came out on September the 1st, 1967. But did you know that something else came out on September the 1st, 1967? And that was the Daredevil Annual annual issue number one. Which we will be discussing next week. It's a king-size special. (gasps) It features a 39-page slam-bang action thriller. Ooh. It features pin-ups. Ooh. It features a mixed-up meeting with Stan and Jean. <gasps> and the title of it on the cover is... Are you ready for your predicts? Okay. Electro and his Emissaries of Evil. Ooh. 
super famous sort of street level Marvel character. Um, I can give you his name if you want. Oh yeah, go. We are going to meet Black Tarantula. Oh, exciting. Mm. I don't like spiders. <laughs> what about Spider-Man? I, I, yeah, Spider-Man's alright. And Black Widow. But yeah, Black Tarant- Widow. Like, you say the name Tarantula and I'm like... Ugh. And I'm like, oh, give me a cuddle, Tarantula. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> nope so that was the issue this week and now it's time at the bar oh, oh that's an interesting bell sound <laughs> Rebecca thank you for coming on thank you for having me you are yes. on whenever you like you're always welcome always, uh, always. do you have anything to promote this week uh no not really I don't know listen to the our DCAU podcast the DCAU podcast um, where we go through DC animated movie verse and I find out more about DC because I know very little about it and we just did Dark Knight Returns and I almost had a fight with someone so it's great nice nearly three hands my my (laughs) knowledge of the Teen Titans is from guesting on your podcast yeah, I mean, like, literally, it's it's so funny because, like, any time I'm, like, going, yeah, I don't really know DC. <laughs> it shows me how much, how little I know about DC. So that's that one's quite fun. I quizzed, when I saw the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I quizzed um, my my co-host Brad um, about a lot of things. <laughs> so it was very helpful because he, he knows loads about DC, loads more yeah, than, yeah. than me. So it was quite helpful for me to be like, who was that? I always asked just, I just asked Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor's, Connor has a lot of knowledge. Connor has knowledge about Daredevil that I don't even have. So, wow. Yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, that is uh, time at the bar. So we'll be back next week, guys. Cool. Excellent. And we'll be listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want our guests to say that every week, and we'll be listening. <laughs> Same Daredevil time, same Daredevil channel. Exactly. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.